Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today we are going to talk about health and wellness, basically, and, and with us living through unprecedented times really right now. Um, there's a lot of stress and concerns on everyone. Um, just like loopers, their concerns may be a little bit different because they're trying to make some tough choices on moving their boat or not moving their boat. But so given that we are all under a great deal of pressure and stress, it seemed like a great time to bring in one of our members who is a health and wellness expert. So we're going to be talking with Shelly Watson, and she's going to help guide us with some tips on how to handle wellness in a time of stress like this. But before we start, as usual, I would like to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes and Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And I'd like to go ahead and bring in Shelly Watson. Shelly, thanks for joining me today. Take the opportunity to talk to you and provide what I hope are some, going to be some helpful tips for your audience. Yeah, we're excited about this because um, health and wellness is always an important issue, but especially in times like these. So let's start off. I know you are a professional health and wellness coach. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with that as your profession. Okay. Well, um, health coach field in the last two to three years, but more about that in a minute. I was going to just tell you about, uh, you know, my name is Shelly Siegel Watson, and uh, my coaching uh, practice is called Reimagine You Coaching. Um, I, my background uh, is, uh, I grew up in the, in the rural community up in the state New York, uh, once uh, lived in Philadelphia for about the middle part of my life. And about 20 years ago, I, uh, my husband and I and family moved to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, my background has been always helping people in a uh, selling role, in an entrepreneurial role. Um, and uh, kind of was a natural towards going, going to this uh, helping people in coaching and health, health and wellness. Uh, I love traveling, golfing, yoga, crossword puzzles, boating, and I recently took uh, retook up sewing, and I'm sewing uh, washable and reusable face masks. So um, I have a, a, a husband of 34 years and a daughter, 28 years old, Jonelle. My husband's name is Joey, and uh, I have two 15-year-old four-legged, Tino and Winston. Um <laughs> As I stated earlier, or uh, started to say, say that health coaching is a relatively new field, and um, physicians and medical professionals are starting to incorporate our services more and more into their patient solutions. I got into the field because I just love helping people, um, and especially who, like myself, struggle with and need guidance on weight and health issues. In my practice, I focus on the aging process using the principles of uh, primetime health to create healthy habits. I offer individuals and group classes and coaching sessions online and in person um, that where I try to help make sense of the vast, often conflicting information about health and nutrition. Um, I walk alongside my clients as their guide to develop strategies 
based on their individual style so that they can manage their weight, stress, physical activity, and establish healthy habits and achieve overall good health. So, and I know, um, Shelly, that you and your husband joined AGLCA um, in the past year or so. So that tells me you have uh, an interest in the Great Loop and you mentioned that you love boating. Tell us a little bit about your boating experience and, and any plans you may have at this point to do the Great Loop. Well, yes. Um, we have been living on the Outer Banks for 20 years and uh, have been boaters uh, that entire time um, and, and even before that. Um, We've reached a point in our life when we feel uh, we'll be free enough to pursue life on the water and have uh, started that planning process. Um, we, we have a lot of experience in these challenging waters of the Outer Banks and think, hope that that'll be a good uh, preparation for getting out there in the, uh, in the Great American Loop. Um, we hope to purchase a boat. We're thinking uh, within the next two to three years and kick off our great uh, adventure. Uh, my husband said he'd laugh at this, but uh, his, uh, our initial goal is if he wants to boat, it could be boat and maybe some trailering into Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for his uh, high school reunion. So that's going to be our first uh, uh, big trip. We hope to do some small ones and practice that before that. But then uh, we hope to get on the water within the next two or three years. Oh, that's great. And, and you can get to Pittsburgh as a very long side trip from the Great Loop, but you can take the Ohio River um, all the way to Pittsburgh. And we have a few members who have done that. Um, with all the side trips, you know, the loop is just continuous. But when you go on a side trip, you're going up a river or down river, but then you have to turn around and come back. And that's one of the things that makes going all the way to Pittsburgh by boat a pretty long trip for loopers. Um, but that's exciting, and that's a great plan. And like so many of us, uh, loopers' plans are a little bit in turmoil right now um, because there's just yeah. very little certainty in the world. Um, and I get calls frequently from new members who are concerned about living a healthy lifestyle on the Great Loop because it's a different, it's different than their normal day-to-day -day before they're actually on the Loop full-time. So um, I know that you recommend a lean lifestyle, and that's an acronym for lifestyle, exercise, attitude, and nutrition. Um, and obviously the Loop is a, a definitely a lifestyle choice, um, but let's start with the L in lean with lifestyle. Um, how will that affect wellness, and how does the looping lifestyle affect somebody's overall health and wellness? Well, yes, Kim, you're right. Uh, lifestyle, uh, as as uh, I define it, and then we define it in the health coaching, is definitely a choice and uh, can contribute to our wellness. Um, this uh, lean acronym that you refer to was uh, start was uh, established by uh, Dr. William Sears, who's a renowned physician and nutrition expert, and he figured out through research and through personal uh, uh, um, that living a long and healthful life comes down to these four pillars of health, uh, lean, and structured his prime time health plan around them. So what does lean stand for? Well, as you said, um, it stands for, uh, the L stands for lifestyle, which is how we live. Exercise is how we move. Attitude, uh, the A, attitude is how we think. And N, uh, is nutrition and how we eat, so L-E-A-N. 
paying attention to all these components can lead to, you know, improved gut health, cardiovascular and brain function, and overall, uh, that's really what we want to do. We want to keep our temple functioning properly so we can live a long and healthy life. So lifestyle refers to what we do every day. Wellness, well, there are many aspects of lifestyle. We can be sedentary. And, of course, a sedentary lifestyle, such as watching TV all day, couch potato, not moving, can certainly uh, play havoc on our bodies. And um, we, we need to make a conscious decision every day to get up and move. Uh, lifestyles uh, that are more active uh, are certainly going to contribute to um, uh, more heart health, brain health, uh, gut health. All of these things I'm going to continue to be saying throughout our uh, uh, throughout our interview today, because this is what um, activity and lifestyle and the lean lifestyle lean um, components do uh, encourage us to do, so that we can have all of these uh, organs working properly and, and functioning well. So, other things that affect lifestyle or are part of our lifestyle is obviously, as I said, activity. We want to try and get at least 20 minutes a day of, uh, of movement in our life. And um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit uh, more later. But uh, just 20 minutes a day is, has been proven that uh, that can help uh, keep um, our blood flowing properly, uh, reduce uh, um uh, underlying uh, issues like diabetes and cardiovascular issues, uh, brain issues, and um, it's a it's that's a big thing in our as a lifestyle. And we all need to be more active. Um, when and where we eat and how often you eat. Uh, you know, do you sit down? Do you stand up? Are you eating on the go? Do you eat breakfast? Uh, all of these things play into our lifestyle. How do how, what are our sleeping habits? Do we, um, you know, it's important to get eight hours a night. Uh, we will have different circadian rhythms, so maybe it gets up at five. Uh, others, uh, like myself, I'm a night owl. So I like to go to bed at 12 or 1 o'clock, but I will try and always get my eight hours in. Uh, and then uh, even flossing our teeth is a lifestyle. Do you look, floss your teeth at all? Do you floss it once a week? Do you floss, especially in these times, that I can't go, I was saying to my husband, I can't even go. Important flossing is, and I, I've read a study that uh, people who floss daily can increase their life by six years. Uh, so, uh, you know, so many of these things do contribute uh uh, contribute to uh, uh, lifestyle contributes to our overall health, um, and just a few other things that I'll just mention. You know, are we are we in, are we volunteering or doing things for other people? Do we have some spiritual or religious beliefs that uh, help us in our life and, and practice regularly? Uh, are we learning new things uh, with online uh, uh, internet? We can you know take classes. There's master classes and all kinds of things we can learn. And um, uh, so overall, lifestyle works with you know, exercise, attitude, and nutrition choices, and all of those uh, lead health and well-being. And, um, you know, I think loopers have to jump on it with the lifestyle that they have in that, you know, daily, they have daily exposure to sun. You know, the water is such a calm, can be such a calming um, 
uh, feature and, uh, you know, the fresh air. So uh, those, yeah, you're definitely those are right. the things that I would think about. Yeah, the looper lifestyle definitely lends itself very well to being active. And that's one of the first things I tell people when they're questioning how they can keep their active lifestyle when they're on a, a boat that's relatively small, most likely, compared to where they have lived on land. And it is a very active lifestyle. Even when you're cruising along, um, you're moving around the boat constantly checking things. But once you arrive in port you're arriving somewhere without motorized transportation in most cases. So, of course, there's Uber and Lyft and, and sometimes Marina courtesy mm -hmm. cars. Right. But there's always opportunities to walk when you get there, to walk to explore Absolutely. the towns. Um, a lot of loopers bike. So it is a, it's a very active lifestyle. And it's also, I think, mentally active because as you're navigating, as you're uh, planning where you're going to go the next day, um, it's all part of the lifestyle. And for whatever mm -hmm. reason, loopers are, are known for going to bed pretty early. Looper midnight's like 8 or 9 o'clock, so uh, we get lots of sleep. Um, so the <laughs> lifestyle part's probably pretty easy for most loopers, but I think where some of us start to worry, particularly if we're, you know, uh, addicted to the gym at home, um, exercising on the loop can be a bit of a challenge. So let's, let's kind of mm -hmm. move to the E in lean. Um, how do you suggest people maintain an exercise routine? Um, you know, they're aboard for extended periods of time. When they're arriving at port, there's not necessarily access to a, a traditional style gym. So what are, we, what are some of your exercise um, suggestions or tips? Sure. Um, well, you know, we, I, I'm sure like a lot of people, uh, they, some people prefer classes. You know, they went to classes when they were uh, you know, living, living on, not living on the boat. Uh, so the, the, the challenge here is to get a routine, you know, and, and be motivated as, as an individual to exercise. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, we have, I have some, uh, some suggestions or, or, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about the types of exercise and then, uh, you know, the best type of exercise actually is one that we're going to do. So the, the best, and, and exercise doesn't have to be an exercise. It can just be moving. It can be walking. Uh, as you, as you suggested, Kim, every time, every morning, I imagine most people, uh, do, uh, uh, dock at a, uh, local place and they can take a walk, uh, when they arrive or in the morning when they get up in the morning. And just 20 minutes a day of walking is, is, can be considered an exercise plan. Um, now, what you do, so, so the, the point being is that you start small, start slow, uh, don't have expectations that you're going to be doing an hour's worth of exercises, including lunges and, uh, you know, sit-ups and, and pull-ups and everything right away. The goal is to build a, a program that you're going to stick with and that can become a habit. So... Um, uh, we have three types of exercises that help to keep the body fully uh, in shape, and that includes strength or weight training, uh, which can include uh, lifting weights, uh, and uh, uh, you know you could use soup cans on the on the boat. You can use soup cans, or maybe you have small anchors or that type of thing. Uh, other things that are on the boat, assuming that you don't have room for uh, uh, for a, a, a bunch of equipment. Um, for endurance, uh, we want to endurance exercises increase breathing and heart rate. Well, obviously on the boat, you're not going to, you know, some people have large boats that maybe they can run around on, but most of our boats are going to be smaller that 
maybe we can run in place. Um, uh, if you're in a nice area where you can swim, you can get in the water and swim. Um, there's You can dance. Uh, who, you know, nobody's looking. Start dancing and have a great time. But anything that gets your heart rate going, uh, that, that is an endurance uh, exercise. And then flexibility is the third area. And that loosens and strengthens, loosens and lengthens your muscles, which can help reduce arthritis and joint problems. So stretching, yoga, you can use um, uh, flex bands, the, the bands that stretch, and they can help. Uh, you can use those when you're on a boat. There's, there's, a, a, there's if, if you have the space large enough for at least you to lay down, you can do uh, yoga-type exercises. And then um, uh, there is an additional type of uh, exercise called isometrics that doesn't require, in general, any um, tools at all. And it, what it is is it's tensing your muscles without move it, moving them, and it actually uh, contributes to strength and endurance uh, exercising. So these are the areas that you want to address and perhaps take one each a day. Uh, do some strength training one day. Do some endurance uh, another. Uh, you know, get your walking in every day as far as uh, the uh, hopefully the endurance goes, and uh, then add on your flexibility. So the goal is to make it a habit. As I said, start low and go slow. Don't try to do everything from the outset. We have to consciously choose to move instead of sit. Uh, you want to keep it safe, and above all, you want to make it fun. If it's fun, you're going to do it. So um, I already talked a little bit about being on the boat, which, may, you know, you have limited space. So, um, you know, flexing your leg muscles while you're driving the boat, do toe lifts. Um, you know, maybe uh, if you have a place, you can do uh, pull-ups uh, on the boat somewhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, while you're watching TV or sitting down, you can do leg lifts. Uh, there's there's many things. and you can look up uh, uh, the internet will give you ideas you know uh, sitting exercises um, you can also in small places do lunges and squats push-ups planks uh, you know if you're if you're so inclined to do those things uh, start setting a regimen up where you do uh, maybe some upper body with your um, push-ups and your plank one day and then do lunges and squats uh, another day, so you're working your lower body. And, of course, as we talked about when you're on land, explore is to walk, obviously, and as you say, most loopers are active and recognize that that's what they're going to do when they arrive at port. Um, a lot of places uh, have bike rentals, which is also a great way to explore and be adventurous uh, uh, in a new area. Um, it is suggested that when you walk, even if you walk 20 minutes at a stroll is fine, and maybe you need to start, but walking faster for a short time is, is more beneficial than walking a long distance at a stroll. Either case does give you movement and helps you in the long run, but the faster you can walk, uh, you're going to have more benefits from that. Okay. Uh, you may want to incorporate, uh, oh, you also can go to fitness centers. And now we have uh, uh, apps on our telephone that allow us to plan ahead, uh, such as Mind Body, 
I use that when I go on travel, and it helps you identify local fitness centers and classes so that you could perhaps participate uh, in uh, those type of things when you do hit land. Um, now, uh, I was going to say that, you know, there you can you can exercise when you're standing in a line for the grocery, you know, do the, do the toe pull-ups, lift your legs. Um, there's many ways to exercise. It just has to be a conscious decision. The best thing is for, for to answer your question specifically uh, is as far as exercising on the boat, what you want to do is you, you want to set a schedule and design a routine that you're going to stick with. So uh, that's the first step. Uh, you know, do something that you're going to want to do, set a schedule, design a routine, and you might want to use some trackers or things that show you your progress. So like a Fitbit or pedometers. It's always nice to get feedback from what you do. There are apps that are available, MyFitnessPal that you can use. So, But the most big thing to remember is just do 20 minutes a day and do uh, what you will. That you do do what, what it is that you enjoy doing so that you will continue doing it. Those are great tips, and we've had several loopers who have really um, practiced yoga in their previous life, but on board they especially enjoyed yoga because you don't need a lot of space, but also um, the movement of the boat can kind of create a little bit of an extra challenge there. So I've had several loopers who commented <laughs> on that in the past. Um, the other thing I've had people do is make the conscious decision not to have a motorized dinghy and instead have paddle boards or kayaks aboard that if they were anchored out and wanted to explore, you know, they're using essentially human power instead of um, artificial power and that's getting them some exercise. So it is possible. And I love the app you suggested, Shelly, about um, finding classes because I'm one of those people who that kind of motivates me a little bit more. So I'm glad to hear there's a way to actually, you know, find yeah. classes when you're traveling. Let's take a quick break and play a message from one of our sponsors. When we come back, I want to jump into the A on the lean lifestyle because that one is attitude. And um, in today's times, I think that there are many of us struggling with that. So we'll, we'll touch on that when we come back. We'll be back in a moment. Green Turtle Bay Marina and Resort has consistently been voted a must-stop by loopers. It has earned the coveted five-anchor designation from Quimby's Cruising Guide. This full-service marina features over 450 slips. They are located at mile marker 31.5 on the scenic Cumberland River. Green Turtle Bay is a proud commander sponsor of AGLCA, so join them and find your waterway of life. We're back on Great Loop Radio today. I'm talking with one of our AGLCA members, Shelly Watson, who is a health and wellness coach. And she's giving us some tips for staying healthy and well aboard, especially in the COVID-19 era that we find ourselves in. So we're up to the A in the lean lifestyle, which is attitude. And I'm hearing from loopers on a regular basis now who are really facing some very tough decisions. You know, their loop has turned into something that they hadn't necessarily expected. Um, and because of travel restrictions, some are choosing to stay put, um, and that is certainly fine. And some are choosing, you know, if they're close to crossing their wake and finishing their loop, some are choosing to move to get the boat back home. But, of course, many of the stops and things that they had planned to see along the way and the social aspect are not happening right now. And um, I was telling Shelley when we were chatting before we started, um, you know, several who were in Florida 
when the pandemic really started to, to take hold here in the US, um, decided to wait it out, which is a fine decision. Um, but now it, we're sitting here and it's May 1st and hurricane season starts June 1st and a lot of insurance policies want your boat out of Florida. Um, before June 1st. So there's lots of extra little stresses that go along with it that perhaps they hadn't anticipated for their Great Loop. And for those who haven't started the loop yet, um, but perha perhaps planned to later this year, you know, everybody's plans are kind of in an uproar. And um, the only thing certain is that nothing is certain. So that <laughs> makes it a little bit more challenging to have a good attitude. So remind us, Shelley, why we should have that good attitude and what it does for our health. <laughs> Oh, you're so right, Kim. Our our attitude does set the stage for uh, not only our mental health, but I don't know if people recognize how much uh, attitude can uh, contribute to our physiological well-being as well. Um, it, you know, a negative thought, sadness, anger can can lead to all kinds of underlying diseases and health issues, uh, just the same as stress does. And, uh, you know, happy and upbeat thoughts generate hormones, actually, that feed and heal our bodies. Um, so an attitude adjustment will help our health in the long run. Um, there are some uh, uh, studies out there uh, that show that uh, positivity uh, is, uh, contributes strongly to an overall uh, good outlook in life and uh, keeps our, our body healthy. Uh, a study, or a, actually it's a, uh, um, a, a test that you can take or a, a survey that you can take from Dr. Barbara Fredrickson uh, shows how um, experiencing positive emotions in a ratio of three to one, where you get three positive emotions to one negative emotion, can help people. And that's where you want to at least maintain your uh, your your emotion level at. So, I mean, we all have negative emotions. It's really a matter of, um, of, of, of minimizing them and trying to overcome them with more positivity. Um, laughing. Uh, <laughs> in my training, we had this one, uh, uh, we, we reviewed this uh, uh, video of this baby laughing. I mean, you just cracked up. And I don't know if, if any, I didn't realize this, but, you know, children laugh more than, th about more than 300 times a day. And uh, as adults, as we get older and more serious, we might laugh 20 times a day. Um, you know, the implication is that, uh, implication is that uh, we become too serious and we lose the ability to laugh. And uh, we need to try and regain the, that loss of uh, joy of childhood by becoming more playful and humorous. So, you know, tell jokes, uh, play games with your, you know, with your companion, um, you know, do, do more laughing. It, it absolutely uh, decreases the stress hormones. It increases immune cells and infection fighting antibodies. And it improves your, um, your resistance to disease, which is really what, what our, goal is all about. We want to resist disease. We want to stay as healthy as possible. And laughter triggers the release of endorphins, which are our body's natural field of chemicals. And uh, this, they promote an overall sense of well-being and even uh, can even temporarily relieve pain. So those are a couple improve our attitude and, and uh, direct our, um, 
our energies towards when we're trying to improve attitudes. Of course, other things include being more optimistic than pessimistic. Using empathy, you know, when, you know, especially in these times, you know, when you call ahead and somebody may have been a little short with you or, you know, every, every negative uh, thought and um, sentence that comes out contributes negatively to our body's uh, health. So, you know, we need to even more than ever now show some empathy, uh, understand that other people might have issues. And, uh, and, and be empathetic to ourselves. Recognize that it's okay to have, uh, bad thoughts, to be stressed. But then, um, let's try and overcome it and take control. So, um, I hope that this gave you some ideas and, uh, these are some areas that I would address in, uh, in attitude and, and hope that they would help some of your loopers. I think it definitely will, and it's it's just a good reminder um, that attitude really is everything. So hopefully we can start to move into more certainty, and that should kind of help lift everybody's spirits. But as those tough decisions are being made on um, whether to continue your loop this year and, and whether to start your loop this year, hopefully these tips are going to help people quite a bit. Let's go to the N in lean, because I think that that is probably the toughest one for many loopers. Um, uh-huh. And that N is, of course, nutrition. Um, and while it uh-huh. is a healthy lifestyle, um, you are visiting lots of different towns with lots of different restaurants. For So for our foodies out there, um, the loop is a great experience, um, but there's also a lot of dock tales, uh, which is basically a social time in the afternoon after everybody's tied up for the evening and gets together with a few cocktails and a few appetizers. Um, and it's a very social trip. And there, there's an old joke that um, when you come back from the loop, the first things you need are Weight Watchers and Alcoholics Anonymous because of all the docktails, which is a great <laughs> joke, but people do come back having gained some weight typically. So tell us a little bit about how we can focus on nutrition while still enjoying exploring those different towns and the, the foods they offer and the restaurants available. Sure, sure. Yeah, it uh, sounds like uh, the first year of college for the kids, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a year-long um, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and eating and drinking has always been a challenge for me as well. And I, I know in li- not only land- loopers, but also land lovers. So, um, there are, there are uh, tools and tricks that we can use uh, uh, as far as uh, overall concepts. You know, we need to be mindful, um, and that's the first thing. And really in everything we do, I think as uh, adults, you know, we need to, and I think that probably looping gives people a lot of time to think. And so uh, first off is being mindful, thinking about what, you know, what are you going to want to eat today? What, what, what's going to be, uh, when, when we have cocktails, am I going to also eat? Do I want to tra- do a trade-off, maybe have one less black cocktail so I can eat that burger or, you know, or whatever it might be? And setting goals, um, you know, again, uh, getting back to um, even with the exercise, when you, there, are, um, uh, there are apps in, for nutrition that you can, you can track. Uh, what you eat, if you want to track your calories or you want to track your nutritional values uh, and even even against your your activities during the day. Uh, Fitbit and a lot of the, you know, Google and, and Apple will have, have their versions. Um, so, you know, being mindful, but also maybe tracking 
help can help uh, what you eat each day, uh, setting goals so that you know that you don't exceed them, and planning. Um, and of course, there's always as I. I would uh, would suggest our, um, of course, it's all personal choice. <laughs> no one wants to stop. They don't have to <laughs> uh, or cut back. But, uh, you know, when you're doing mixing, mixed drinks, um, you know, there's a lot of sugar in the mixers. And uh, I consider um, instead of the high sugar mixers, use diet uh, sodas or diet drinks. Um, and one thing I do is I like to put, I use club soda and a fruit juice, a natural fruit juice, so that I am even actually getting a little nutrient and cutting back on the sugar. Um, with wine, you can, uh, white wine is, is generally um, and another way to control your wine input or to, you know, maybe cut back and be able to drink uh, as many drinks as you'd like is to... Um, Add club soda to your wine. So you're maybe drinking half the amount of wine, adding spritzer. It's a fun way to drink it. And it gives you, you know, it reduces the calories and gives the opportunity if you wanted to have two of them instead of one. Then, of course, uh, everyone probably is aware that clear liquors are lower calorie than dark and brown spirits. And when we get into cocktails, you know, so many of them have cream in them or, uh, you know, simple syrup and sugars. You can ask your your um, your bartender or your server if they can um, back off on the uh, off on the sh the simple syrup or uh, on the sugary aspects of the drink and the creamy creamy parts of the drink, or not even order a creamy drink. <laughs> so that's what I suggest as far as alcohol. Uh, some of the things that um, that come to mind for eating out, uh, which is because I love eating out, so uh, and that's always the uh, you know the challenge is to find a place that I I want to eat the food and I know that I'm not going to overdo it. Um, of course, Yelp is a fantastic um, uh, app on that is accessible to everyone and uh, provides a lot of information, uh, not only uh, about the the establishment, but also about their food uh, through the reviews, and you can have access to the menus there, or, or else you can go on to the website. Um, my suggestion is first, don't go in starving. Don't go out eat to eat when you're starving, because uh, there's no controlling what you're going to order after that. So I usually try and suggest drink a glass of water or eat a small salad or something before you go out. Um, Set expectations. Use the internet, allow uh, you know, which allows you to look at menus, and um, so you can see what it is that's on the menu. And that when you get there, if you see all they had is a, uh, uh, you know, high carb meals, you know, just all bready meals or whatever, not not a lot of vegetables, and you'd like to have vegetables, then this probably wasn't the place for you. Um, but you might want, so you may want to. Prep yourself uh, through uh, using tools that are available to you on the internet. Um, you can save money and calories uh, through uh, by being aware of portion control when you uh, order your food. If it's a low, um, ask to have it half of you know take half of it, split it, and say, please, would you put this in a doggy bag? I want to. I don't want to eat it all right now. 
And a lot of places now uh, offer half portions. But even better than that is um, I we order frequently from the appetizer and salad menu. And we might also order a couple of three appetizers and, um, and then a salad to share. And this is always a good way to... Uh, you know, control the, the portion size and uh, the type of foods that you eat. Um, a lot of restaurants offer free bread. You may want to push that aside. Um, that's, a, that's certainly a, a, something that does add to your calorie count and to the waistline. Um, when it comes to dessert, uh, do you need to have a dessert every night? You know, maybe. If so, maybe have a couple bites or share it with your, uh, your companion and or or look for fruit-based desserts and lower lower sugar desserts. Um, there, there's high there's fats that we can also uh, be concerned, or you know, you can order your dressing on the side. Oftentimes, they overdo the the dressing. Eat seafood. Eat high uh, foods and high omega threes, which are very healthy, and you you really can't overeat on them, and they're always going to be good for your your body. Uh, try and eat fresh, whole, plant-based foods as often as possible. Avoid empty carbs like rice and potatoes. Instead, go for the high-nutrient um, things such as sweet potatoes, uh, quinoa. Simple, avoid buffet-style restaurants, but if you can't, then look for the veggies. But the, the long-term solution here and then thought is, is it's a war, not a battle. I mean, I mean, sorry. Each one is a battle. You know, you're 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 fighting the war all the time. But take each one as its own individual battle. If you overeat one time, one night, don't look at it as a failure. Tomorrow's a new day, and you can always start over again with some of these suggestions. Those are some great tips. Um, really appreciate those. We're a little bit over our usual time, so just as we wrap up, um, Shelley, just if kind of. To sum this all up, how can this lean lifestyle help us in 2020 as we're dealing with a different world than we had just a few months ago? Okay. Well, you know, um, this lean lifestyle or these, these lean components are what helps will help us become the healthiest versions of ourselves. And like in my sessions, we teach you the tools that will help incorporate these good choices and develop the lean habits. And that's what it is. It's developing new habits that are going to make you healthier. So, you know, doing things in your daily life that contribute positively, like laughing, that's your lifestyle. Moving every day, that's your exercise. Maintaining a positive, upbeat demeanor, that's your attitude. And eating nutritious whole chemicals, sugars, bad fats, and empty carbs, that's the nutrition. These are the best tools that we can recommend to building a strong autoimmune system to fight and this is what we what we ideally want to do to fight the current coronavirus and any health-related conditions down, that come down the road. And the last thing I'll leave you with is, you know, we have to think of our body almost like as you do we treat our boat. You know, we give a regular checkup. You know, if it's broke down, we got to fix it. You know, uh, go, go in for maintenance. Um, use high quality ingredients, your gas, your oil, your food, you know, what everything you take. take. Give it a rest sometimes. And, you know, take care of yourself like you would your boat so that you'll be able to enjoy. 
Shelly, those are all great tips. Um, we appreciate you joining us to share those today. Um, we'll have to have you back, but we're um, very glad to hear how these tips can be adapted to the Great Loop and to boating. So thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for the opportunity. If anybody has any questions or would like more information, do you want to, is it okay to give my uh, email address? Sure. If you'd like to, that'd be fine. Sure. Um, my email address is Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, at re-imagine-you. So reimagine you, but there's a dash between re and imagine.com. And that is my coaching, and I uh, will have a website up soon, and I do do virtual uh, coaching and training sessions. All right. Shelly, thanks so much. To our listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising.